Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root podcast, where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought-provoking topics. And we stay rooted in truth to to grow grow our our expression. expression. It's your boy, Brian G. Ben Vasquez. Boom. So we back. We live. Soup in the rock, no big. Okay, let me stop. But anyway, so we're back, you guys. I hope you guys have had an amazing couple of months. So a lot of stuff has happened. We have been really recording our episodes. So a little bit with uh, what's happening with me is that actually my wife and I recently moved. So we have moved to the Sunshine State of Florida. And so uh, a lot of cool stuff there. God has been providing immensely, and he has been just guiding our steps every step of the way. And so it's been just awesome. New time, new in life. So it's just, it's, it's just really a great time. So, Ben, why don't you tell people what you've been up to? Man, I've been on the move. So, you know, the Lord's always had it on my heart to travel, and I'm proud to say I've been to... I think 14 countries now and um, four continents. And so I just came back from Central America and uh, was in Nicaragua and got to do all kinds of hip hop over there. I was teaching kids break dance on the streets. We was putting together cool like little outreaches and man, it was it was powerful, man. People's, people was getting healed. People was getting saved. I baptized some kids at the bottom of a a water slide, so it was an adventure. So I just came back from that and got a nice tan too. So basically, what we're saying is that uh, Ben is the Ben is the hardcore missionary, and I'm over here getting fat off donuts. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, man. Oh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> but yeah, guys, see, so God has been doing a lot of stuff. You chose to you chose to go to the retired people state. Listen, <laughs> man, Florida's where all the old people go to do nothing. Listen, man, I'm chilling with the with the old people. We on the beach. Just singing, sing Kumbaya, my lord, all the all the time through. You playing checkers and eating alligator. Mmm, yo, alligators be good, bro. I don't know if you ever had alligator I, or not. I, don't know. I had an alligator burger. I wasn't really feeling it. Dang, man, you know it's you, you gotta get those beefy alligators. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get the ones that are like huge, and then when you eat that meat, that's mmm, mmm. It's a heart attack. But anyway, so so yeah, guys. So you see, a lot of stuff's been going on. Ben and I have been really busy, but we're back here with you guys, and we just, after a lot of prayer and after a lot of just seeking after the Lord, we just want this new season just to be all about Him. You know, we want to bring you guys just food for thought. You know, before we were always saying that, oh, yeah, we want you guys to go back to the root, um, always go back to what it is in the Bible, um, and, and that vision still stays the same, but during this new season of life, we really want to challenge each of you. And um, not just we, not just what with what we say, but how we live our lives. You know, the Bible talks about that by the fruits of the Spirit, you will know who's truly with Him. And so we hope, honestly, that you would see us and that you would just on just look at us and see Jesus. You know, because it's not about us. You know, everything that we do in life. Um, ben, perfect example. He just went to Nicaragua and he just saw so many people be saved. He saw so many people come to know the Lord, but it's not anything that Ben did. It's all Jesus. Ben let Jesus guide him and just really work through him. And so above everything else, we want you guys to see Jesus in and through our lives. And so, um, but yeah, so it's very, it's, it's an exciting time. And with our first episode back, we want to hit on a topic that's a, that's a little bit out there. And so I don't know if anyone here is a music buff. We're hoping that you're music buffs because Ben and I both are. So recently, Justin Bieber actually dropped two albums. First one was called Justice. 
The second one was called Freedom. Now, uh, just evaluating the two, there's a little bit of a difference in both the CDs. And so we kind of want to break that down and uh, break it down musically, production-wise, but also break it down in a spiritual level, break it down biblically. And so uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. You know, I, I want Ben to go and begin and just let me know what you thought about uh, both the albums that he that he dropped. I'm a believer now, so I'm a, <laughs> a born-again believer. I'm done. Um, go home, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never been a fan of Justin, like, on that level. I, I think it's great. You know, he's had a pretty successful career. He's had his up and downs as a person, and uh, everyone does. But his has obviously been more public, and uh, he's been in the spotlight. And uh, just like most celebrities have, his uh, Justice album, you know, I thought was timely. He chose to, obviously, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real honest. He's super brave because he's he's a white dude, right? But he he decided to bring Martin Luther King's um, Jr.'s, uh, you know, audio into his tracks and talk about injustice. And so the songs, the track, the uh, album's called Justice, but he's talking about injustice. And I want to read this uh, Twitter thing that Justin Bieber wrote. Um, that was kind of in junction with, like, it was kind of like why he did the song, like, I uh, did the album. So this is from Justin Bieber's uh, Twitter. In a time where there's so much wrong with this broken planet, we all crave healing and justice for humanity. In creating this album, my goal is to make music that will provide comfort, to make songs that people can relate to and connect to so that they feel less alone. Suffering, injustice, and pain can leave people feeling helpless. Music is a great way of reminding each other that we aren't alone. Music can be a way to relate to one another and connect with one another. I know that I can't simply solve injustice but by making music, but I do know that if we all do our part by using our gifts to serve this planet and each other, that we are that much closer to being united. This is me doing a small part. My part, I want to continue this conversation of what justice looks like so we can continue to heal. And that's that's a that's, that's powerful, man. Um again, I think he he's saying his heart out like he does always and uh I'll say that from listening to all the songs on there. I mean, one of the most famous songs on there was the Holy Song that he did with Chance the Rapper. I mean, that blew up. Um, you know, and they're calling it a gospel pop song. Like, I mean, you can't even really just put it into a category. But it was two men who shared about their faith. They even had a, a I, I think it was an IG Live or Facebook Live where they were talking about it. And they were just talking about straight up Jesus and, um, and praying for people. I mean, it was crazy cool uh, to see that. And so my perspective, bro, is like, um, even though, yeah, he, you know, his heart was to talk about justice, I think he spoke through the the one thing that he is healing from the most. And man, honestly, he he was healing from just being you know, being faithful to his wife, like loving his wife and being a good person and a lot of the songs on that album it is like him talking to his wife, saying sorry, saying that he wants to be a better man. Um and, uh, you know, and that speaks volumes, even to other people. It's like you can kind of take it as a parallel. That's, that's, that's Justin, like, directly talking to his wife. But it's also parallel for us, like, talking to women, like men, you know, knowing their faults or whatever. And so 
um, I don't know. That's that's kind of my perspective on it. Is I thought it was it was very humble of him. Like you know, he could make a bunch of love songs or a bunch of songs about sex and and just like the the very surface level of what love looks like. Um, but he chose to to talk about yeah the justice of like redeeming things and and failing even and being healed. And uh, you hear that so much, um, and you hear his hurt honestly through a lot of the songs. And so. Yeah, I I enjoyed the album a lot. Yeah, I think that you touched on something that was really good, especially as musicians. You know, one of the things it's sometimes it's so the mic is like our therapy session. Shout out to NF, but um, it, it's a thing where it's just like you can hear, and I agree, you can hear the hurt and the pain in Justin Bieber's voice when he's singing this stuff, when he's singing about how he wants to be a. A better man. I think that's one of the main things. When I when I was listening to the album, I just heard him basically just pouring out his heart to his wife, and he's not holding anything back. He's just saying how he feels. He's just saying like, I, I just need to be better. And a lot of times, people can look at this. It could be like, oh, well, he's just trying to make a really nice, relatable song. But we never think to look at it as what if he's taking the time, even though he recorded for everyone. What if he was taking the time just to pour out his heart on the mic, and we're just listening to the conversations he has with himself. And so it's a thing where it's just like we have to examine and see and just really try to listen to the music to see what's the deeper message in it. Because a lot of times, I'm not going to lie, there's, there's some garbage music out there that people just put out. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, music like that. But after I listened to this album, I was just like, he's, he's reaching for something. He's reaching for something deeper with his wife. He's reaching for something better through justice. And he, he's, he's putting his heart on his sleeve, basically. And so I think that for that, especially, we, we talk about musical, we talk about production. Obviously, Justin Bieber is pretty high level. You can hear it in his vocals. You can hear it in the production. But as far as the message is concerned, that is the one thing that people should be listening to. And that can apply to everybody. You know, a lot of times that even believers, they're just like, well, I don't want to listen to Justin Bieber because of what he used to be and what he used to do. And then listen to a message like this. And then a lot of believers can be going through the same thing. Me being a married man, you know, I want to do the best I can for my family, for my wife. I want to grow every single way I can uh, just to be better, you know, so I can love her in the way that she wants to be loved, so I can care for her in the way that she wants to be cared for. And so as a married man, I can be like, wow, you know what? He's saying something here, you know, as as men, a lot of times that we feel that there could be a sense of like pride. There could be a sense of thing that's holding us back to get to the next level. And as a believer, we obviously die daily to our flesh. We can increase in the Lord. But there's a there's a spot in there where if we can just for a moment, humble ourselves and look at um, our spouses and look at our spouse and just know, be like, what more can I do? Well, how, what more can I do to get better? What more can I do for this woman? What more can I do to just love on her? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's powerful. And, and I think that that's one of the main things I got from this, uh, this CD, uh, Justice, was just the power and depthness, depthness of Justin Bieber. And so, what do you think? So, so the biggest reason why Ben and I brought this topic up is because there's a little bit of a hot discussion going on because Justin Bieber did this 
CD called Justice, but he also did this other CD called Freedom with one of the main worship leaders from uh, Maverick City. And so now there's a thing of Christians are saying that, well, in this, I think in this album, I think he did curse a couple of times. He made some remarks in there as well. And then now he's going to go do a, a worship CD with... A gospel, yeah, like an Easter album. Yeah, an Easter album with uh, the Maverick City Worship League. Now, there's not a lot of fire on Justin because people know his lifestyle. People know he's trying to reach for Jesus. But there's more fire on the worship leader of the Maverick City because he decided to bring Justin onto a worship album. Obviously, there could be a lot of things going into there. It'd be like, oh, the music collaboration, um, trying to get Maverick City out there. It could be a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, but... Let's go ahead and touch on that topic real quick. What do we, uh, Ben? What do you think about the correlation in the two of the worship leader bringing Justin Bieber into this? What are your thoughts on that whole situation? People have to know me, right, to even accept my opinion. You have to know me personally. If you don't know me personally, I don't really care what you say because <laughs> you don't know me. Um, but so take that as Dang. it is. Um, I think for me, I have a lot of compassion uh, for people. And I'll put it in this category, I guess, people who are seekers, right? Um, it's evident when someone's using the name of God in vain, and God don't like that, and neither do I. Um, but it's also evident when people are lost, and they're looking for the truth. And um, whereas people might see this as a very weird, uh, you know, see it as opposites of like, oh, he just did this one album and then now he just did a gospel album. Why'd he do that? I actually see them as connecting together. And may maybe Justin does too. I mean, I don't know. You call one justice, you call one freedom. But for me, uh, personally, it's, uh, I've seen Justin's, you could see Justin's maturity in those, in his lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a you know, little 15-year-old boy anymore singing about girls, he's he's talking about his wife, bro. And uh, he's trying to do right. We're talking about a, a, like one of the most coveted men in the world for women that throw themselves at him, that he's a pop star. His majority of listeners are women. And he's talking about being a good husband, not sleeping around, right? And so now you got this uh, album that he makes following hey, I want y'all to know I'm not just here to sing love songs to y'all. I'm, I'm singing them to my wife. Here's freedom. Where now he's letting you know something right. else that I hold intimate. You know, and this is my interpretation. You know, I'm not speaking for Ju Justin. This is how I'm perceiving his lifestyle to be, right? He sang for his wife, and now he's singing to someone else he loves who's Jesus, who's God. And he's not perfect because he's said that plenty of times. <laughs> okay, and so the deal with Chandler Moore bringing in this mix, and there's, there's other big name people too. It isn't just Chandler Moore, it's Judas Smith, right? Okay, there's other people in there that are strong, like they're known in the Christian world for being Christian, for being having big ministries. Right. And so I guess, I guess I need to ask a Bigger question for like, I guess for the people, I'm talking to the people who have directly judged uh, Chandler Moore for doing the song with um, Justin Bieber or whatever. People hating on him, I guess. Or I, I've not even really read a lot of comments. I don't really care to because it's just stupid anyways. He chose to partner with someone who's who's seeking God, who's chasing after God, who's you know willing 
But like everybody's loving his refire, refiner song, right? Everybody loves that song. And it's like he did the refiner song with a bunch of Christian artists. And it's like becoming like from in my circle of people, it's like the number one song people are listening to. Super anointed song. And now he does this thing with Justin Bieber. So my question is all those same people that love the refiner song. How are you now just questioning his judgment? You know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden, like, are you not listening to that song anymore either? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but what what changed in Chandler Moore to make Refiner with a bunch of Christian worship artists and then his, what he did with Justin Bieber? And I guess I'm asking that because in my perspective, I think he's the same person. I think he's just as anointed singing on a song with Justin Bieber as he is with Maverick City. I think the song is just as anointed as a worship song that we deem worship to Christ for, for a Christian audience, right? That's a personal song for believers. Uh, you know, it's a worship song to God that believers listen to. The non-believers probably never heard of the song. And now he's on a song with Justin Bieber talking straight about Jesus, right? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I could go on about this stuff, and I want to keep my thoughts concise, but I'll say that I don't believe it's our job as Christians to judge Chandler Moore and his decision to partner with a secular artist. I think we're very limiting if we're saying that Chandler Moore is only supposed to sing songs with worship artists. You're limiting him as a musician, just like, just keep it like flat at that. But you're also uh, limiting him as a Christian to do the one thing that he's supposed to do, which is to make worship music as a worship artist. And he's supposed to he's supposed to be the gospel to people, right? He's supposed to invite other people into that circle. If if Justin Bieber came to your church, right, and um, he sat in the front row, and you had worship going. And he smiles at you and he says, hey, can I come up there and sing a song during worship? Would you say no? Yeah, that's, uh, that's deep, man. That's something to think about because I think there's a, there's a difference in this. As I got more time to process, um, give a little bit of background. I was in the beginning. I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was just that Justin Bieber did this gospel album and a lot of people have had a lot of like issue with it. You know, I think that, like I said, from justice to freedom. And so I automatically put in my mind, it's like, well, this shouldn't be happening. And I was like, you know, let me go ahead and take a look at, listen to this real quick. I think after a lot of processing, after a lot of praying and just really seeking into this, one thing I can see, and it, it brings me back to the story of the disciples that when Jesus went to them and said, come, follow me. And they followed. Were the disciples perfect after that? They were not. I mean, we all, people who read the Bible, we all know that Peter still had his filthy mouth. Peter went, you know, the, the, they still had, the disciples all still had their own things that they were Peter all Peter was willing to kill for Jesus, bro. Jesus. <laughs> he what still I've didn't seen, get it. He was. He, he, cut, he cut off the soldier's ear. He was ready. Like Peter, Peter against a soldier. Like, so that's why uh, Peter was already a little bit crazy. But you see, from what I see in, in Justin Bieber, I see him seeking. 
I see him searching. He's not perfect, no. Justin Bieber is not a perfect man. You obviously see that there's different stuff he's still doing, but he's seeking after God. He's looking for something more. There's a difference. There's a difference in seeking and just plainly still sinning and not caring and just going on. Perfect example of, of something like that would be E-40 to Lecrae. E-40 just dropped, just hopped on a song, barely talked about anything, but Lecrae connected with them and they just did a song together. And you never heard E-40 say anything about Christ anymore. Another example would be Tasha Cobbs and Nicki Minaj. Tasha Cobbs got a lot of flack for putting Nicki Minaj on the track, and Nicki did nothing, like literally was not seeking after God, doing nothing after that. She just put her on the track. But if you look at Justin Bieber and what he's, even in his song, like, even if in his album Justice, you can see the transition into freedom. He's looking for something. He's looking for Christ. Though he's still an imperfect man, he's still looking for the perfect being. And so that's where I feel like my heart changes. I feel like my heart changes to note that like we cannot, I can't fault someone for seeking after Christ, even though, even though we're all messed up. I'm messed up. Ben's messed up. And we still seek after God. What's the difference if Ben and I do a song and then Justin Bieber does a song and we invite Justin Bieber into it? I mean, first of all, that'd be great. But, <laughs> but uh, secondly, it's just a thing where it's just like we're all imperfect people. And that's what the gospel is all about, bringing imperfect people together to, the, that's good. to do the perfect Can I say something real quick? Will. I think um, this, I feel like we should do another episode on this, just as a, you know, just as a side note. I feel that, um, I think we're going into a way deeper a conversation here too. As you're talking, I just feel like God's speaking on it, is that, is music sanctified at all? You know what I mean? Like, just because you're a Christian doing a song about Jesus, does that make it worship Ooh. music? Oh wow! That let's go deeper, right? Because here, here we got people judging a collab, right? Of here's music, music secular. Okay, it's man-made. It's created, you know, with instruments that man made with their hands. It's you know, it's our voices, right? So there's nothing really spiritual about music. It's it's a gift from God that He gave us that we create with it, but. But really, at the end of the day, anything we do, anything we create can be given back to God, right? That's, that's the power of redemption. And so I'm trying to say here is that um, I want to say something pretty strong, and I'm just going to go for it. The church decides to take things that are secular and make them Christian and, and say, now, now we can vibe with it, right? Now it's okay. And they make all these rules and regulations and right. So here's the deal. Back in the day, we couldn't even have instruments in the church, right? It was only hymns, only the voice. Voices are consecrated to God, right? No instruments because that's, that's what the world's doing. The reason that they didn't put instruments on the stage is because the world was already using instruments. And let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you a secret. The world was ahead of the church with music, okay? Now, look at where we are. We got fog machines, we got lights, we got really nice painted stages, especially in American church, right? Westernized church. I've been around churches all around the world. I've been in churches where we're outside on the dirt and people sang with just their voices and someone beat on a handmade drum. You know what I'm saying? I've been on some I've been in some of the biggest mega churches. And so, you know what I mean? Anyways, the point is what I'm trying to say is that you um Maverick City is a worship team right they're work they 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 serve at a church they sing at a church they sing as a group 
their worship band, which band in itself is also secular. The idea of being a band is not Christian. And so we have a worship band, and the church says we like this because they sing about Jesus in their songs, and so that's what we can accept. But, um, yeah, once we welcome an unbeliever or someone, I, I have no right to say that Justin's an unbeliever. I don't know. I believe he, he does believe in Christ, and he's searching. Um, but anyways, let's say they welcome an unbeliever. Um, again, I just think it's a... Let's go back to that analogy I used right when I said if Bieber walked to the front of your church and he asked, can I sing a song during worship, would you say no? Let's say, um, you know, you're a worship leader, you're, you're doing your set at church and someone else just comes to the front, you know, and um, you know that they're not a believer and God moves their heart and they say, can I sing a song to your God? Would you say no? Because here's the deal. God uses something secular to bring people back to him. And so as Christians, why shouldn't we? And that's obviously, Brian knows that that's my whole mission of why I live and breathe. But I just want to challenge people that we, we can't make something Christian and then make it for our entertainment, our use only. Um, that's not kingdom. Um, I think, yeah, we have rights to things. We're citizens of the kingdom. We do need to understand our identity, who we become transformed. You know, we, we are different. We're not of this world. I get all that stuff. But we need to be careful not to take that scripture out of contents uh, because then that's how we become judgmental. And then that's how we stop sharing the gospel as Christians and find that three years later we're going to church on Sundays and we've not shared the gospel with anybody, right? Because Jesus is just for ourselves. And so we need to be very careful of that. And um, that's what I got to say, <laughs> you know. Wow. That's, I, I definitely think we should do another episode on this just because I think we need to add more depth process and, and, add, more, and add more depth into that because this opens up even a whole other conversation where when does it, when do we limit God in people's lives because that's even challenging myself how many times that um someone has been moved by the spirit and we say no you can't do this no you can't do that because you have not met the lord you haven't uh, asked for a relationship with god but if the lord is moving them in that moment and we stop what the lord is doing to them who are we to stop the lord moving i think that's where i'm trying to come at and i've seen that and i've been a part of that especially but i think ben's challenge was really because Reflect on it. Let's say, okay, let me let me paint it like this, and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the um, episode. I think we definitely need to talk about this more. But again, I'll, I'll say the question again that Ben said: If you were a worship leader, better yet, if you were the pastor, and someone came up to you and said, "The Lord is speaking to me. Can I can I say something?" And you look at them. You already know. You see, like, oh, they're not a believer. This and that. But they're saying, "The Lord is speaking to me. I just need to say something. Or I need to sing." I want to I want to sing my heart out for God right now because I don't know what's going on with me. I just I, I, I need to just speak it. Would you push them away and tell them like, no, you know, what, go sit back down, you know, just go back and we'll talk about it later. Or will you welcome them to know that that pew is not yours? And I think that's what a lot of people need to realize. The pew is not yours. It's not a pastor's. It's not a worship leader's. It's not your pew. It's God's. 
And the moment that we allow God to work in his spirit inside of people, move their hearts, that's the moment that revival comes into this world, that we allow the Lord to move. So it's just a challenge. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that Ben and I are just going to really d dig deep into that later so we can uh, process it a little bit more. You guys heard a little bit of a snippet to um, what's going to come in the next episode, but we're, we're going to go ahead and do it again uh, next time. But let's go ahead. That We'll leave you guys with this, and let's just pray really quick for everyone who's listening. I'm gonna, I'll go ahead and pray, and then we can wrap it up. Father God, we just come to you right now, Lord. Father, we thank you, Jesus, that our life is not our own. To you we belong, Lord God. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would even right now be touching hearts, Lord Jesus. Father, we're no better than anyone else, Lord. You, it's all about you, Father. The perfect being, the loving Father who died on the cross for our sins, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that we would have more of a sense of your spirit than anything else, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you would just open our hearts up and open our minds up to you, Lord Jesus, so that our lives can be fully lived in and through you, Father. So we just pray for every single person who's listening, Lord God, whatever they're going through, whatever struggles they're going through, Lord God, I just pray, Lord, that you would meet them where they're at, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that any judgmental spirits, I pray, Lord, for any anything against the body, Lord, anything against each other, Lord Jesus, your word talks about that there should be unity amongst the body. And right now, it doesn't feel like that, Lord. So I just pray for unity amongst us, Lord, in Jesus' name. And if anyone's out there, this is your first time listening, and you don't even know who Jesus is, I just pray for you right now, in Jesus' name, that you would, that God would meet you right now where you're at. And wherever you're at, just pray to God. Pray to him, and he will, he will meet with you. I just pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. Until next time, stay rooted. And keep growing.